Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning. It is Monday, January 15th. It is five minutes after 10. We're Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So everybody's talking about the Republican field right now with the Iowa caucus happening today. But let's talk about your president for just a moment, shall we? Do we have to? Well, it'll be quick. His approval rating has hit a new low. Oh, no. Yeah. He's sitting at 33%. 58% are disapproving of Joe Biden. And this is coming from the Washington Post and a ABC News. That's wild in a country that is basically 50-50. And as we have detailed many times on this program, the American public really doesn't expect anything from you. They'll let you abuse them and take advantage of them and ruin their existence in just about every way imaginable. That you could be doing that poorly Mm -hmm. when you essentially start off with, by default, half the people would probably say, okay, as long as you don't ruin their lives, which shows how many lives Biden's actually ruining. Okay, well, let's talk about ruining your lives. Overall inflation up nearly 18% since he took office. Food is up more than 30%. Rent is up 19%. Energy, you know, that heating bill you're paying today, 33% increase in electricity, up 27%. So, yeah, ruining. Yeah, it is football season, and we've, we've used this phrase before, but it is the blocking and tackling right like if you watch the game last night the lions the rams could not get anywhere near the lions quarterback jared goff who is a statue you get to him he's going down but they couldn't get near him so the lions did a good job for the most part of blocking and tackling that's how you win football games at the end of the day you can have spectacular players you can have great athletes you can have quarterbacks with great arms but at the end of the day the team that blocks the best and tackles the best 99 percent of the time is going to win the football game the blocking and tackling of american politics is not big ideas anymore as much as people like me might want it to be it's not tax reform it's not slicing government it's not you know reform of the institutions it should be but it's not The blocking and tackling is, can I afford gas? Mm -hmm. Can I afford food? Mm -hmm. Can I afford to heat my home? Is my kid getting a decent, you know, education? Is there some, something that resembles a secure country? He's failing at all of them, Casey. Yep. Yeah. So his uh, job approval rating, the lowest of any president in 15 years. Joe Biden is the Carolina Panthers of presidents. (laughs) He somehow has managed to be bad at all of them. Yeah. 71% of people, the majority, said that the economy is in bad shape. Prices are too high. Interest rates are no good. And it affects every single American. And trust trust me, as someone who, look, I am, while well, I was, have I ever told you this, that I was on the dean's list in college? You're so smart. I mean, I was a standout student and I got mm-hmm. many letters from my higher learning institution detailing mm-hmm. my academic prowess. But I am not by any means going to be uh, asked to be a rocket scientist or a brain surgeon or any sort of thing that would put me in the upper echelon of uh, American thinkers. So my point on all this is if I could figure out how to do it, Casey, it's not that hard. Government at its core, if you actually wanted to do right by the people, 
is not that hard. You create a, a, a society with uh, with good infrastructure. You create a society with uh, strong public safety. You create a society that values a secure security. In this case, you know, we're with the president. We're talking about a you know a border security. Th- these things are not. They're not hard. And anybody with any amount of reasonable intelligence, obviously Biden not included in that anymore, but there was a time where he was, you know how to make these things happen. You know you have X amount of resources. You delegate the resources based on what you want to occur. And if the Amer- America has more than enough resources, it's not a money problem. It's a how you spend the money and how you allocate the resources problem. And just like we talked about last hour, the left, many of them on the left, people calling the shots inside the Biden administration are not invested in a better America. They're invested in a different America. And so thus they are not doing the things necessary to make this country better. Well, he's a bad executive with bad policies, but a lot of people say that it has to do with his mental sharpness as president. And this had to have hurt. Here is ABC telling you just what people think of Joe Biden. You have you have the question of the president's age. I mean, it's just there in poll after poll, not just ours. Our poll, in fact, said 28 percent, just 28 percent think that President Biden has the mental sharpness to effectively serve for another term. No faith, no faith at all in his ability. But it's not even that he whether he's doing a good job or not. It's mentally. Can he do the job? Say whatever you want about Obama or Bush or Clinton Nobody doubted mentally they were capable of doing the job. They were doing a terrible job. They knew what they were doing. They were, but you know, they were they were like mentally capable of. I mean, did you see that clip over the weekend of Biden at that? I don't know if it's a store, or restaurant, or whatever, where the guy is like having to grab him and like hold him up and mm-hmm. explain things to him, mm-hmm. and he's got this just dazed and confused look on his face as though he you could have didn't know where he was you, what was going on yeah you could have told him he was in bermuda at that point well, and he wouldn't like, have known the difference when joe biden has to go up on stage when he's done giving a speech to show him where the exit is yeah i mean that's not so that she can wave to the crowd it's so that she can guide the president off stage without falling and, and again it is not an indictment of his age other than he is trying to make decisions for 330 million people. And did you notice that they're trying to like dress him really young? I think he was wearing like this brown leather bomber jacket recently. Uh-huh, like they're sure. trying to make him look younger. Trump never reached the lows of Biden's approval rating during his presidency that Biden is no, sitting at right close. now. Of course, uh, Donald Trump, according to this Washington Post ABC News poll, 72% of GOP leading adults would be satisfied with Trump as the nominee. Ron DeSantis sitting at second place at 61%. And then it's followed by Nikki Haley at 48 and then Vivek Ramaswamy at 44. Your theory is spot on, Casey. And the more time goes by, the more I subscribe to it. And I give you full credit because you were out months ago on this, that they are going to uh, not allow him to be the nominee. And something will happen in the lead up to convention later in the summer. And it will be a huge win for the Democrats. They'll get him off the ballot, if it's, especially if it's someone like Michelle Obama, that they'll unify around, and then it'll give the Republicans no time to run counteroffensive against them. So I, I subscribe to that 100%. Mm-hmm. There's no way the Democrats are going to allow this guy to sink their 
their stranglehold on American government. And so I would, I would, I, every day that goes by, you look more and more brilliant. I am brilliant every single day. Okay. So let's talk about, we've got the Iowa caucus going on. And according to the same poll from ABC news, the strongest leader looks to be Donald Trump sitting at 65%, Ron DeSantis at 13%, and then Haley and Ramaswamy followed. Did you see that Doug Burgum, the guy who actually ran for president from North Dakota? He's still in it? He, no, but he has turned around and endorsed Donald Trump. Trump. Oh, very helpful. And uh, Florida Senator Marco Rubio also oh, officially endorsed Donald Trump. Very, very bold of them. I saw, I, I think this was Rudy Yakum the other day. There was something. Rudy Yakum endorses, he's a congressman from northern Indiana, mm-hmm. endorses Donald Trump. Oh, well, how bold of you to really step out on a, on a limb there. Mm-hmm. I mean, these people now, it's like... I think less of you because now, than if you just kept your mouth shut at this point. Because yeah. clearly you waited until the tea leaves had been drawn up and shown to the populace at large. And, oh, now oh. I'm, I'm swooping in to save the day. <laughs> so Donald Trump, he's been out giving speeches. And this was kind of funny. He said that uh, D.C. is a rat-infested, graffiti-infested <laughs> place. And we will take over the horribly run capital of our nation. Horribly run. We have a capital (laughs) that we all love. Right now, it's a rat-infested, graffiti-infested hall. (laughs) Horrible. Well, he's not wrong. But the question remains, and this is always with Trump, your observations are correct, sir. What are you going to do about it? Yes, and I still have no idea what the actual Trump plan is for any of these things other than these vague you know platitudes I will solve Ukraine Russia in 24 hours is not a policy position sir I'm sorry Donald Trump is still uh, making it a referendum on the failures of Joe Biden and when he was in Iowa <laughs> He said uh, something about combining the worst 10 presidents in history together and adding them up and who do you have Joe Biden If you took the 10 worst presidents in the history of the United States and added them up, they would not have done near the destruction damage to our country as Joe Biden and the Biden administration have done. There's nobody has done damage. Casey, when you go to the store, because I know you are very wealthy, so you are an avid shopper. Mm, Sure. When you go to the store, Mm -hmm. do you feel better (laughs) coming home from the store Mm -hmm. when you have bought just basic necessities i'm talking paper towels and toilet mm-hmm. paper and trash bags or do you feel better when you buy something that you really wanted for you whether it's new earrings or a new sweater which one when you come home makes you feel better about your shopping experience when i buy the necessities because at this point well this... way to blow the segment here casey well, let's just go ahead and go to the break i i'm just saying in the state of the Good economy grief. now i feel guilty like oh boy i better be more aware my point on all of this, I mean, this, I like Casey. buying the shiny Kevin, objects. Kevin, hey, I'll try you on this so I can make this point because I thought it was pretty obvious. Kevin, do you feel better when you go to the store when you buy the basics like lunch meat and cheese, or do you feel better when you go out and bought, hey, man, I bought a, a new guitar or a new drum set. Which one makes you feel better, Kevin? Say guitar, I'll, Kevin. I'll say, like, the guitar makes me a little more excited. Yeah, sure. ex- exactly. So my point with this, Casey, was that people, when they vote for something mm-hmm. brings makes them feel better you're excited about what you're doing 
versus voting against someone. Mm -hmm. And voting against someone, which is the Trump campaign right now, is the equivalent of buying toilet paper and Mm -hmm. trash bags and and, and paper towels. You got to do it. But nobody's excited about doing it versus when voting for Trump in 2016 was it, exciting. It was, it was about getting a because he's going to do something great for the country. It and was he, the earrings. Yeah. Rock and roll. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Casey. Sorry. I thought I made that obvious enough where I was going with that. Sorry. That's that common sense bleeding through. 17 after 10. It's 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 21 after 10, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I thought you were eating soup the way no. you were using your spoon. No, somebody has left an entire box of Swiss Miss hot chocolate mm-hmm. in our little common area in there. Yeah. And uh, while I have completed thus far seven days of no soda or alcohol, mm-hmm. Casey, I made it through an entire NFL weekend. That's fantastic. With no soda or alcohol. Congratulations. Pretty proud of myself. Yeah. Uh, do you have a headache at all from that? No. Okay. I, I, and I'm feeling the, good. I'm the point now where it doesn't really, it, the first couple days it was a little bothersome, but I yeah. mean, like I'm in a routine now where, um, it, yeah, it's fine. You're it's, good. It's no big, de- no big deal. So now you're just drinking hot chocolate. Well, good and choice I, on a day like today. Well, it was there and it was free. Yeah, it was probably the you know, <laughs> primary reason. It was the driving that factor. I decided to consume that. The cost. Yes. Okay, let's talk about this. There have been five executive sessions uh, at the Brownsburg school board since October 11 in the past year, right? That's more than three times what they took between 2018 and 2020 combined. This is so wild, Casey. This is, oh my gosh. So this is a never ending saga that we have played out here. And I it maybe is coming to a head today about how this Brownsburg school board who is run by just complete leftist maniacs are doing everything in their power to get rid of the superintendent. And we talk about this because of Remember last year when that video came out about all of those um, executives or administrators Mm -hmm. from various Indiana school districts across the state who got caught uh, hiding their DEI, SEL, CRT, Mm -hmm. where they told on camera, yeah, we do that, but we don't want the parents to know because they'll they'll be against it. So they change the names. Yeah. So uh, this is another example of just what a bunch of liars these people are, where on one end, as long as the guy, in this case, the superintendent, Jim Snap, is doing the bidding, um, oh, we're the best school system. We're number one. He's great. And yet now for the past year it has come out, they have been working to get rid of this guy. And the exact reason, totally unknown, because they've done it all in the shadows, they being the school board, whether he's too old, he's too white, he's, while left, not maniac left, don't know at this point. But it has now reached a point, in case I've never heard of this before, they have, I guess it's over now, was it 9 a.m. this morning, the school board had an official government meeting. Mm-hmm. It was a closed-door, super-secret one, so you couldn't go. But they had a closed-door meeting at an attorney's office in Carmel. Mm-hmm. In Carmel, Casey. Closed-door, super-secret. Well, that A government just... meeting at an attorney's office in Carmel. Screams where... transparency. <laughs> yeah, and so this, we looked up this, um, this place where ha- they had this meeting. 
And it specializes in if you have an employee who's a problem, mm. here's we are the people who help you get rid uh-huh. of the person who's the 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 problem. So clearly they're saying that Jim Snap is a problem. Well, he is a problem, but like I said last week, don't quit, Jim. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, we'll burn this thing to the ground together. Okay. Now I want you to use this opportunity yes. to explain that thinking because when the whole problem with the special needs child being forced to eat his own vomit came to light because of the Kendall and Casey show, um, you were very much on the side of Jim Snap being the problem, yeah. the source of many issues. And now you have since turned around and you're saying, don't quit Jim. And I was kind of confused by that because it seemed like a bit of a, a change of a tune. Yes. And then over the weekend, you put something out that kind of explained that. And I thought, oh, okay, that's where Rob Kendall's brain went. Oh, and that's scary, right? To know where my <laughs> brain goes. Look, here- Well, it gave me a better understanding of what you were thinking. So I think you should share that with our listeners. Well, and I think this is a major issue because what's happening in Brown is, which is why I'm aware of it. This sort of stuff is happening all over the place in which our suburban school systems are being driven further and further and further to the left by these school board people who are complete lunatics who only get elected in the supposedly Republican communities because they don't have to declare a party affiliation so they can hide what they actually are. But yet the lefties know what's going on. So when you couple at a place like Brownsburg, and this is true and you know, uh, for a long, Carmel and, you know, Westfield and all these places, when you couple the amount of people who actually know what's going on, because the lefties know the lefties, and you couple it with the people who are naive or apathetic enough to believe the, we're number one, or our mm-hmm. school system's the top five school system. When you couple those people together, and then you don't have to declare party affiliation, you take away the people who would vote straight Republican, The Indiana General Assembly has created an environment deliberately because they fear the angry red-shirted teachers union that allows these people who wouldn't be able to get elected dog catcher to run these communities. And so my point with this is, look, I'm not going to hide from anything I've ever said about Jim Snap. Our, our, uh, Our history is long and sorted. The guy's a bully. He's an intimidator. I'm torn on this because he's actually getting what he deserves. And I actually have tried for years to get him to this point where he wouldn't leave Mm -hmm. the school system. But I'm also a realist, Casey. Mm -hmm. And the realism is the guy is being, at least perception-wise, because the school board won't tell you anything. You can't get any straight answers. They're so afraid of me getting information because I broke all this story that they had to run to Carmel to have an executive (laughs) session with a law firm. That's how afraid they are of information getting out. So the only logical conclusion I can come to is they're mad that while he is left, He is somewhat reasonable in his leftism and is not left enough and is too old and is too white and is while he is CRT, D-E-I-S-E-L, not enough of that. What other possible reason? Because, Casey, they're the ones who set the standard for all these years up until December. Oh, we're number one. We're so great. He's doing such a great job. How do you go from that to hey, we're not renewing his contract, to now clearly they're meeting and everybody knows what's going on to figure out a way to get rid of this guy. You can't have it both ways. So if you force me to pick a team, Mm -hmm. which is devil I know Mm -hmm. and can at least expect 
some sense of reasonability every so often from or complete psychopathic maniacs like the four liberals on the school board i'm gonna pick devil i know who i believe at least believe can somewhat be reasoned with have you heard from him or anybody else Oh, I've heard from lots of people, Casey. That's why the public has all the information on this. But I'm not going to tell you who I've heard from and who I haven't heard okay. from. I will just tell you this. I think you're going to hear a lot more in the very near future. How pathetic is that? They had to run to Carmel. Mm-hmm. And a law, have, you, have you ever heard that? A government agency having a, an official meeting behind closed doors at an attorney's office in another city from where they conduct their official government business. Yeah. That, I've never heard of that. But they're so afraid of me getting the information. I'll get it anyway. Everybody knows what's going on. You're not going to run for me. We'll hear about it soon enough, won't we? Okay, it's Kendallie Casey. It's 93 WIBC. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. Admit it. What? That, that was a that was a good pickup line. I'm in a band, and you're playing on my heart. So Kev <laughs> went shopping at a local mm-hmm. uh, large clothing retailer. Would that be a, an yeah. accurate description? Yeah. In the college community in which he lives, mm-hmm. and uh, he saw a, a young lady working the register, mm-hmm. one of the college towny floozies, <laughs> and. Uh, I told him, I said, because I have no use for these pickup lines anymore. Casey. Right, right. But All, they still come to you. It would be like Michael Jordan. He doesn't play basketball anymore. Right. But it would be a shame if all of the things that had served him well, mm-hmm. he didn't bestow upon others so they might use the right. things that have worked well for You're him. You're a good coach. I have all of these things that have worked well for me, and I just have kind of tried to give them to Kevin. Mm-hmm. And so I told Kevin this would have been the line... I would have used with her. I would have walked up there to the register. He said they were having a lovely conversation. And then at one point I would have looked at her and said, hey, do you like music? And then yeah. she, you know, everybody likes music. She would have said yes. And then Kevin should have said, well, I play in a band. And right now you're playing on my heart. Well, she was talking to me about like the housing market. So I don't See? really know how I would have like fit that into you the conversation. You just bring it up. You work that one you're in ha- there. You're having yeah. a great conversation. Mm-hmm. And then, so she's like, where is he going to go with this? Mm-hmm. Like, is there a, is there a Rolling Stones concert that I wasn't <laughs> aware of? Or, or is, has the who gotten back together? Tickets to a show. Exactly. And then you weave that in mm-hmm. and then. Boom. She is not forgetting that. You know she's going home and telling her girlfriends about it. And you just walk out. You don't even, nothing else. Mm -hmm. You just walk out. And then she is going to be yearning for you to come back and buy (laughs) some more novelty shirts or uh, ties or whatever else you're buying there. Sweater. Can you repeat that line again? (laughs) I'd like to. That's what Uh, she says. It's, it's, hey, do you like music? And then when she says yes, you say, well, I play in a band and you're playing on my heart. Because then it also... You get out without being a weirdo and a creeper. You're in a band. You're in a band. Yeah. And the key is you got to walk out, though, Kev. It's all about discipline. It's like you don't throw the ball down the field every play. You got to run. You got to draw the defense up a little bit to get those man on man coverages. Mm -hmm. And part of successfully interacting with members of the opposite sex is patience, Kev. Mm -hmm. You can't always try to drive the green. Sometimes the safe play is to lay up and hit a wedge in. And that would have been, if you walk out, Mm -hmm. 
oh my gosh, what a great line. Yeah. This guy's in a band. And then you'll be in her head and all and, day. And here's the thing yeah. about you, Kevin. I've told you this before. Uh -huh. You're decent looking enough that you are uh, <laughs> that you are unassuming. So she's not going to be like, what a weirdo. You're not, you don't have a Ted Bundy vibe or a John Gacy vibe. You're not the night stalker. So just, <laughs> I'm just telling you, you may want to use that one next time. And I don't need any credit. Just you being happy will be credit enough. Uh, my Sounds favorite good. part of this entire conversation is that you just told Kevin that he was decent looking enough. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And he said, he said, I'm, I'm just slightly better than Richard Ramirez. I did not. I said, you're stalker. not them. I meant that as a, comp a compliment. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, Kevin, you're Brad Pitt. Oh my gosh, you're an attractive dude. I mean, look, Kevin, you're you decent are, looking. Enough. You have every, you have just enough. You have an advantage in the sense. I mean, while you are not Brad Pitt, you're also not John Goodman. Mm. So you you are good yeah. enough looking. What I meant by that is you're good enough looking to where someone is not going to be offended by your natural approach to them. Mm -hmm. You have the ability to actually have these conversations, which many men do not. You yeah. brought up a good point, though, that the women are talking to him more than he's talking with them. Right? Changing. Yeah. It's something... They're not afraid. It's something I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not taking advantage of any of it! Exactly. How do you know? <laughs> hey, now. Okay, let's get to a couple voicemails. 317-684-8444. That's the phone number if you'd like to become involved. So we were talking on Friday about this cold weather, and you had mentioned, Rob, about don't go out to the grocery store yes. and empty the shelves yes. and be ridiculous. Yes. And somebody has a story about that. Casey, Kendall, uh, just calling in. You were just talking about, you know, the crazy people getting food for winter, and I just had an interesting story to that. My family, I have 15 siblings in my family. Before you ask, I'm not Amish, Mormon, Catholic, <laughs> any of those, but one of the kids. Anyway, we're going through the Aldi shopping line, and normally, you know, we fill up two buggies when we go get groceries. I mean, we have to get a lot of food for these kids. And there was this one lady, and she was just getting all up my mom's face. You know, you're buying up all this food, blah, 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 blah. And my mom, she's such a nice lady. You know, she doesn't say anything. And she just says, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, and we keep, and we're checking out, checking out two big, just piled up buggies that mm -hmm. normally get. And the uh, guy at the register just into this lady he's like do you she's like you don't know these people do you she goes no she goes they're in here every week and they get the same amount of food they got 15 stinking kids give them a break <laughs> anyway i just thought it was funny because everyone does get a little crazy with the bread and the milk but uh it always brings up good memories for me love the show see ya 15 kids could you imagine that grocery bill oh no wow two buggies full Every week. We've reached the point at Costco where my wife, when I married her, was Miss Independent. I'm mm -hmm. going to take care of everything on my own. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed, like, she used to be groceries and food and everything. She would always just, and she would, like, fight me over being able to pay for it. And I have noticed, <laughs> as the grocery bill has gone up, more and more now, hey, I'm going to take your, your card. Is that all right? And... I've noticed as we've gone, this is this has coincided with us going to Costco more. Mm -hmm. And the other day, she goes and she comes back, and I said, "Hey, how much 
was it so I can keep an eye on the, you know, make sure all the charges or whatever are right? She goes, you don't even want to know. <laughs> what else did she buy? Well, I mean, it all seemed reasonable You're not stuff. buying liquor, well, booze, because you're not drinking right now. We have replaced it with other items. Mm-hmm. It's. Ne- I was anticipating the bill might go down a little bit. Yeah. However, it appears. That's what happens when you go to Costco. Well, and the Costco thing is a little deceptive, though, because, like, okay, for example, we have nine million rolls of toilet paper <laughs> now at our house. That's good. I mean- it's it's something you'll use. We will be in the middle of the next administration, and we will still have toilet paper in our house. So how do I judge that? Because I'm guessing, I don't know, she didn't tell me, that was a markedly larger upfront cost than mm-hmm. we normally pay for toilet paper. But if I get it for all that time, mm-hmm. I don't know how to factor that out. The hard thing about Costco is if you go in there and you'll see something, oh, I'm going to try this. Mm-hmm. You buy the big, huge box of it. Yeah. And what if it's something you really don't like? Yeah. You're stuck with it for a long time. Like She called me and she goes, uh, hey, I'm going to get uh, some hamburger here. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, great. And I know that things at Costco are a little bigger than what you get at the store. Did you get enough hamburger to feed an army? The people at... <laughs> yes, Kate. Like, I'm looking at this going, what are we going to do with this? And then, of course, it takes, because she is a perfectionist, nine hours to freeze this bag of meat that we didn't use. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to have a long talk about time spent mm-hmm. versus savings of the purchase. Now you're going to have to buy a freezer. Well, this is the other thing. <laughs> and I guess in the long term, it would you know pay for itself, mm-hmm. but... Unlike you, I am not made of money. <laughs> and we got into this Costco thing to save money and it appears to be costing me oh, money. Oh, no. Okay, so um, Eric Holcomb, we last, last week he gave his state of the state address, his that, final one. That's going to be my new thing, Casey. Whenever we mention him. I'm every For the rest of the year, whenever mm. we say Eric Holcomb, I'm going to go boo. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, he gave his state of the state address. This is his last year. And somebody called and wanted to know what's next. I was wondering if you could relate to me over the air of where Holcomb's job or next job may be after being the governor. I would assume that it's going to be with someone that he has led into the state and be making some six-figure income. Please address it. Thank you. Mm. Well, we all know uh, high tax will not work a real job because he's never worked a real job so he won't do something where he has to actually produce anything because he's never produced anything so uh lockdown mcgee has been a a leech and a hanger on his entire life that's how he became the governor he was the ultimate leech and hanger on and and boy that they you know good boy that they could pat on the head and say they're there you will do this and to his donor and and lobbyist caretakers um so i don't know maybe he'll he likes sports maybe he'll run the ihs double a i mean he can run that thing into the ground just like he's done the state of indiana Mm -hmm. um and they've got a huge head start for him you know i mean so with the class basketball and whatnot so maybe he'll do that uh something at a chamber of commerce somewhere uh look it's going to be somewhere where he's not accountable to anyone and doesn't have to produce and that'll be the end of it so i saw over the weekend um the Taiwan voting and how Joe Biden said that they're not supporting the Taiwan independence and still on the one China policy. And then there was this other part where they said that we're going to send a non-political delegation (laughs) over to Taiwan. And my first thought was 
this is the sort of thing that Eric Holcomb Absolutely. will do. Well, he, it, He'll be part of a non-political delegation that will tour the globe it, on behalf of the U.S. If you, if Trump wins, you could very likely see him be some low-level ambassador somewhere. I mean, the guy has never produced in his entire life, so he's not going to start at 53 or 54 or however many years old he is now. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he, much of his life was being a yes-man, lapdog, stooge, toady for political people. He's not going to do that anymore because he was a governor. He couldn't get elected dog catcher anymore in a Republican primary, so he's not going to do that. So, I mean, it'll be a, a think tank or a ambassadorship, like you said, or it'll be the IHSAA. I mean, whatever whatever you, whatever you, it is, you can rest assured the grift will be strong and he'll be doing as little work as possible. Hammer's going to join us next. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIB. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Four minutes away from 11, it is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Jason Hammer's in the studio from the number one rated Hammer and Nigel program. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day to everyone. And uh, Kev, I want to piggyback off something I just heard driving in. (laughs) How you missed a massive opportunity. Like, so there was apparently an attractive woman that you are striking a conversation with, and you just kind of dropped the ball on it. (laughs) You've got all the leverage. You're in a band. I think she expects you to be the alpha. She expects you to be the leader. And if she's talking about the housing crisis, your next response needs to be, there's a housing crisis in my pants. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no. Or you invite her over that night and say, you know what? Why don't you come over tonight? We'll talk about the housing crisis and wear something pink because that's what the victims would want. Oh. <laughs> wow. All right. That's that's some good material to work All with. Right. right. You, I mean, you've got the leverage here. Most dudes are not in a band. And if she hears you're in a band, she wants you to be the, the front man. Mm. She wants you to be the badass. And you let her off the hook. Thank you. You've yeah. got to be looking of the Dallas Mavericks. There's a video that's been going around for a couple of years, and everybody can look this up. It's beautiful. Luka Doncic of the Mavs was talking to an NBA ref, and this was one of the female referees. We saw her the other night. Yeah, she ref the Pacers game the other night, an attractive woman. And Luka strikes up a conversation with her and says, why didn't you call that foul? (laughs) She says, what foul? Luka says, you didn't see the foul? She says, what foul? Luka Doncic's response was, I'm fouling in love with you. <laughs> there we go. And you can look this up. Pun. This is out it's a good there. good pun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, here's the thing, Kevin. I've told you this before, and maybe you'll listen to Hammer because you won't listen to me. The worst a woman can say is no. Right. And in that yeah. case, you don't have to see her ever again. Mm-hmm. Right. Who cares? There's no, you have nothing to lose. Look about the risk reward. You know, if she says no, no big deal. You didn't intend to have anything happen going in there that day. But if she says yes, now we got a ball game and you could be wearing her undies as a hat that night. Yeah, do you know, I mean, do you know how many times and Hammer will, will I'm sure, agree with this, that we have been told no. You get told no a lot. Yeah, I've but been all told you get, no. If, if you, it's like in baseball. If you hit 300, you make the Hall of Fame. Right. All you gotta do is get 3 out of 10, right? Lottery winners. How many of them have played the lottery and you. lost and lost and lost? You only need one win. Yeah. You just need one win, man. So, go for it. Don't and you're in a back. band. You're in a legitimate band. Like you play in public. It's not like I'm in a band in my parents' basement. And you're it's in a not like you look band. like Steve Buscemi. Thank you're you. an attractive kid. Yes. You've got the <laughs> leverage you. here. You've Decent got the hammer. Enough. Yeah. 
Yeah. Go for it. Swing that Thor's hammer yeah. and use it to take her clothes off. I described <laughs> I described Kevin as decent looking enough, which means he's not Brad Pitt. <laughs> right. As you said, he's also not James Gandolfini. If your daughter brought home Kevin, you would be okay with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and, and again, you have... I love you compared him to Tony Soprano. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about attractive people. Uh, you're, you're in it. You do not exploit this band card yeah. right. enough. 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 A little more swagger. Yeah. That's what it is. I mean, I'd swagger. roll, I, if I were you, I'd roll around like Bum Phillips in a cowboy hat and a big giant belt buckle like right. Elvis circa 1974. Mm-hmm. I was the overnight weekend DJ yeah. when I first started radio. Thank you. And the amount of chicks that I could pull yeah. was insane. You're in an actual band. People come pay to see you. Now use that information to make her squeal. <laughs> Sounds good. What's going on this afternoon? We're going to rock out with our caucus out this afternoon. Oh, Iowa no. caucus, baby. Whoa. Oh, I so thought you were going to say Whoa. it. Who is ready to go? Woo. We're going to get you primed and ready. Jerry Lopez is in for knowledge. <laughs> All right, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.